Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Tuesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush, an early break. It's been a fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call and text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gain a Trucking. You have a, a question for Bill? Well, we wanted to, for the people who are just joining us that weren't with us in the 6 a.m. hour, we really... First of all, hello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning for everyone. I, I thought Thanks everyone. I, us. Thought everyone came in at six. I thought all the listeners came in at six. They should. Or you couldn't get in. I thought it was like a like a like a passcode or something. <laughs> they know the passcode. They know they're the breakers, passcode. Yes. right? They're breakers. Yeah, yeah, we call our listeners breakers. breakers? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Not all the breakers join at the same time. Now we that'd thoroughly be like, that'd be like the New Orleans breakers of the USFL. Yeah, that's their track. nickname. The breakers. Was wow. okay. yeah. we thoroughly dissected Kirk Ferentz deciding to bring back his son Brian he brought back Brian despite the fact that since 2017 with Brian Ferentz calling plays Iowa has averaged averaged being 107th nationally in total offense that's the average never higher than good never higher than 87th now Bill was a defensive coordinator what I mean what what was it was it easy <laughs> I guess it's a loaded question after what I just said, but was it easy preparing for Iowa? I mean, what was it like preparing for they, Iowa? They made you do a lot of preparation. Why because, is that? Because things weren't going well, so they were doing a lot of things. A lot of empty formations, oh. a lot of different – they were not lined up. just like, hey, we're going to be in Ibacks. We're going to run the ball and go play action. They did not do that. They were very they were very complicated, but they just weren't didn't, didn't handle it very well. Ooh, that's, see, that's trouble. I mean, if you're so an you're, Iowa fan and you hear that, isn't that trouble? Like we had to go overly complex because we couldn't do what we want to do. That's what I hear. And that, and it came down to the the one position was one one group. That was offensive line. They weren't the same offensive line, even remotely close to what they've been in the past. That that was where the difference was in running the football and things they were going to do. They didn't operate great, you know, some other spots. But that was the one. But there was a lot of things throughout that game. We made some plays. We had a we had a sack fumble. We got a yeah, you did. We, we had two sack fumbles in the game. And a couple of them, we had one, one was a call that worked out, one was a check that came out of empty. And so there were some, a lot of things you had to do to prepare for them. So when you're preparing for them, you're always like, and they hadn't, and, and then when things hadn't gone real well, you're always nervous going into a game because they're going to throw a bunch of stuff at you. And so that's, so the, first, that? the first series that you're always like, oh man, here we go. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't know what's coming. Different looks. Like they're against Minnesota, you know, they went tight end screen like on the second, first or second play, and it went like 80. You know, type of things, and so it's just there was a lot of stuff. It was always always a concern. They didn't operate real well, but there, but it was a very difficult game actually to prepare for. One of our more difficult games, or the, the two of the most were, was probably Iowa and then Michigan by far with their scheme because was the most difficult because of all the gap schemes in the run game. Meaning, two and three tight ends, pullers, guards pulling, tackles pulling. That means every, everybody has a gap, but it changes. 
And so it, it changes on the run. And it could be quite dramatic on how it changes. And then they had Corum at that time was completely healthy. Yes, he was. At that. So they had really – everything was going pretty – so they they were very tough to, to uh, prepare for. And you, sch- and you really wise. effectively held them to 27, right? We played. We, was that a gift? Was that that was a gift touchdown? Yeah, late, there was right? a gift late, and then they also fumbled the ball out of the end zone. That's what I want to talk about. That was BS. Yeah, that, was, that should not. Have it was so it. obvious. That it was, was crap. Yeah, the refs is kind of like, yeah, we didn't really get a good look at. It. Like, but it's pretty easy. Look at look up look up it's there. Kind of important here. Look, look up, up, there. up on the board. And the board. See the guy with the balls out of bounds. That was the key. That was one. But anyway. Okay. Question: When Iowa was going well, they're pretty basic right when they're when they're when they're doing what they want to do it, it's just stretch right stretch left play action yep with some insert stuff they'll get in the fullback game and run some insert stuff which is iso okay. football okay. they'll have that in some power power iso but they're a zone team yeah zone yeah, zone zone right zone left yeah. they just keep hammering at yeah. you jake and then play action well that's why it's confusing because like you said i mean we've always known iowa to have a great offensive line they've right got, they've yeah. got a ton of nfl guys year after year after year so was it was it a recruiting problem? Was it an injury problem? Like what, what happened? This in is Iowa? an interesting. I'm glad we're back into this. Here's why: because we do this thing where we just target one individual for the problem. It's Brian Ferentz. If you just plug in another offensive coordinator, they'll be fine. What Bill is saying, what you're saying, is they had a lot of problems. Play calling, mm-hmm. maybe it was a play calling issue, but Bill's saying it's offensive line. I mean, now the offensive coordinator has to produce an offense with a good offensive line. But they also have an offensive line coach. So is he under fire, right? Correct. Is he under fire? They also were down a lot of receivers. I mean, Laporta was playing wide out for a share of the season. They had enough issues at quarterback that for the bull preparation, Laporta was a four-string quarterback. Took quarterback. He took quarterback snaps in bull preparation, Sam Laporta. Yeah, outstanding player. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, he's a beauty. Yeah. I mean, he is a beauty. He's one of my – I mean, God, he's good. He really he's got – Jake, he'll play a long time in the NFL. I wonder where he stacks up against the other tight ends. I, he's uh, right I, with them. He won't be drafted as high as Fant and Hawkinson. He won't be a first-round pick. You don't think? But does he have a good NFL future? Oh, he's him? good. I would think he, yes. Bill? Oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely. He, he Open field runner at yeah. that size, Jake. He runs like a running back. Yeah, he's impressive. Very, yeah. very impressive. But there's always – any time – Anytime things aren't going great, there's always more than just one thing. There's never, yeah, that's the thing. There's never a time. If you listen to the um, this morning, early I was listening on, on the treadmill, simple, and I'm listening to I'm listening to okay, the. Okay, this must be four thirty. What's that? It's it. We're about that. I'll tell you. I'll text you when I get on it every morning. No, Seriously, please, guys. Seriously. Seriously. Guys I'll call. I'll just call. I'll just call. I won't text. I'll call. It'll be more fun. We'll talk. We can get a chance. Do not we can do that me at four thirty. Yeah, we can have coffee talk at that time at four thirty. Let's go. go. Yeah, so we'll, but I listened to uh, Belichick talking this morning. You did about Tom Brady. He was you know went really? on and on about him. And one of the things, his biggest thing was you don't win games without really good players. And then they showed his graphic at Cleveland where he was about forty percent winning, something like that. Forty Belichick, not good. Belichick, yep, Bill Belichick. Yeah. Then, then, then they show what he was with Brady, and then now he's back to a losing record. So he's been losing record with the. Than where he was with Brady was insane. So he was and losing record without Brady, winning record with Brady, losing and, record without him. Yeah. So and, and and six super six Super Bowl championships in between that and uh, nine appearances. Right. And they lost three with him at New England. Is that right? I believe nine there. He they go ten, to nine. He was in ten total, so it must have been nine at New England. Nine. So yep, yep, out right. of that time, it was nine. So it, it was just it, it was so interesting many. to listen to him talk about 
how important players were. When you guys, when we talked way early in the show, I talked about what's the number one thing, and that is getting players, getting assets. That's your number one thing. And then he talked about, yes, we did a good job coaching. We didn't screw him up, did some things with that. But he talked about players, 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 which gets back to who do you take first, quarterback or coach? Or coach. Who do you yeah. take? What the? You take the, the quarterback. It's this, this, like, this, like everyone text in like the 99 percentile of everyone in the world said, you're the only one percenter. I think there's situations where you might take the There might be. But anyway, but. Th- now listen, I got a question for you. This, this is fascinating. We should take more advantage of having Bill on as a defensive coordinator. If a team is being overly complex with their scheme, is that – and their yeah, scheme alignment, if they're being overly complex, is that a red flag that they're struggling usually? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we, remember playing – uh, I think it was Croshaw was the head coach at BYU, and I was at Utah. Okay, and we had a really good, we had a good, really good team at Utah. We we're playing them, and it was like offense of the week. And it was like, oh, oh god, god. Yeah. oh god, what are we going to see? Yeah. It was just who was you, the head coach? You go back like that. Uh, Gary Croshaw was it? Was it? I think yeah, yeah. 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 Gary. Somebody. Anyway, anyway, yeah, he would have been. I think he was the head coach when La Tech came in here at Nebraska, and they threw for a bunch of yards at, at, at Memorial Stadium. I think he was the head coach at that time at Law Tech. But anyway, it was the offense of the week, and so it was a nightmare. But in the end, it was like just survive some of this stuff because they're, they're trying to do so much gadget stuff or different looks and different things. That's and in, trouble, in, isn't it? In the end, the teams you really fear are the ones that can block really well, run well, very you know, the, the simpler part of the scheme, but they do it all extremely, extremely well. That's where, that's those are the teams that, that concern you. I was always curious, like there is you know, think about what Mike Leach RIP out Mike Leach, but he, he brought in obviously his off the air raid offense and it torched the Big Twelve, but there's teams like Oklahoma that gave him problems. They could shut it down. And they, when they play an SEC team, you know, or, or they just shut it down. Why what what made them be able to stop it compared to most teams that could not stop the air raid attack? Always starts with players first. That's the number one thing. Players first, and then the amount of time you research on it. Uh, from where you go from one year to the next. Of, If you watch the the, the air raid and the, especially leech offense where people had the most trouble, you'll see a ton. You go back and watch Washington State, the teams that played them really well. Washington usually played them the best. So they had good players and played them the best. A ton of drop eight. A oh, is that right? drop eight. Is that yeah. right? If he had his choice. Rush three, drop eight. If he had his choice, he wants to throw against, hey, rush four, play two. Tampa two, you're Tampa two. Yep. Like that. Got it. I'll dissect it. They want to play quarters. You want to play a version of three, whatever it is. Like that. So the drop eight is something that you would see a bunch with them. And then you always had a chance to get to, to, to mix in your pressures with them to do some different things. But that was what you saw when you studied someone, when you studied them, when I studied them like that, like Washington, you know, when I watched them for over like three or four years play against them at Washington State, they probably did about the best with them, and they were a ton of dropping eight into coverage with different looks. Once you say that Leach is a good example of a coach with a very – it's not a complicated offense, right? No, Pretty, it's not real complicated. Yeah. No, they kind Pretty, of have – the answer is within the play with what they're going to – how they're going to adjust the routes. That's the thing that they do is, is that it's not yeah. – hey, we call this, we're going to run this. The routes will be stopped, broke off, adjusted off of mm-hmm. – it just went from this to this. Okay, they were showing one high, went to two high. Again, with that, it's a man concept. With here's how we're going to adjust the route on the run. That's why they get so many reps, and that's also why when I haven't studied Mike well, if I tell, but when you first were studying him so much, I mean, they would have all these trips, and that you played right and left as receiver, and so you so you weren't going from side to side. Oh, 
And so you would have one that maybe would like that. So you had so many reps. So if you were like, it's not like, hey, you're the X receiver, which means you would always line up into the boundary. I thought you'd be, you were left. Oh. You were right. Oh. So the number of reps that that person would get at that with the things they had to do was also a big advantage for what they were doing. Interesting. Interesting. You know that sheet he had, Jake, that you always saw a leech on mm -hmm. the sideline with a sheet, and you kind of wondered what that was. All it was was where the pass would go, mm -hmm. he'd put a dot. And he had a field. He had a you know he had yeah. a, a playing field on his on his uh, on his sheet, and he just put a dot so he knew if passes were going too often to the same place, you know he'd want to mix it up. Now, he would take. That's what Moose said anyway. He would take some shots too down the field. <clears throat> yeah, he yeah. Would, he would take some shots down the field in some man coverage situations where I'm going to throw it up. But he just did. I said, but that but that's the you know the just of what he was doing in, in different ways you prepare for him and, and but. When they played against, you know, I remember we had to play Air Force, and they were a juggernaut oh at Wishbone Football. Sure. And then you watch them play against Oklahoma. Okay. And it was like, it was like Oklahoma handled them. Now, they were well prepared for them. That was when Stoops was there. I remember we played them that same year that Oklahoma played them. But they just had superior talent. Talent. And so there's a lot of plays that made it all of a sudden. He was the quarterback player, and the ball got pitched. So he played the quarterback. They went flat and also was involved in the pitch. When that stuff's going on, you're like, okay, it's going to be a long day. Okay, so back to <clears throat> Brian Ferentz. He's back. It's amazing. Iowa fans are in a – would you say their Iowa fans are in a tizzy? They're in a tizzy. I'd call it a tizzy for them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, in the big palace, the Ferentz Palace, they're just saying, well, they can be in a tizzy. Deal with it. Oh, yeah. You're win yeah. some games, you're going to deal with it. Yeah, and they – I don't know how they'll be next year, but as Bill pointed out, he really likes – Bill – Bush really likes McNamara. All Eric, all you know him. I saw he's him. a good tight end. Yeah, he, he's good. Excellent, player. excellent. Very, very good. Player. I didn't get a chance to look at the two alignments they added, especially the one from was it was it uh, of Ohio? Man of Ohio. Yep. But uh, he's, he's a second string uh, all conference player. Uh, second team in the MAC, if I remember right. So that's probably a pretty good player. That's yep. probably a pretty good addition for him for what they need to have. So they need so that what summation. <clears throat> what Bill says is they need to get better up front. Now I would say better up front and better I mean they got to get healthy at receiver I mean you can't when you have a tight end like Laporta you can't be splitting him out all the time I mean he was playing receiver think, yeah, yeah they were down bodies at receiver Jake I think they were down to four healthy receivers and they weren't even that great I mean they weren't great at that position so there's other things in this conversation than just the play caller it sounds like I'm Sounds like I'm going to bat for Brian Ferentz, and I kind of am because of two reasons. Because of what Bill said about their offensive line, what I say about their receiver, about the receiving core being down because of injuries, and they won games. During that period, 2017 to 2022, that we, we keep talking about, they never won fewer than eight games. That's where Ferentz has the trump card, Kirk, right? Yeah. Trump card. It's, yeah. Now, Bill might say, no, the trump card is they their total offensive average is 107th, and no coordinator in the world would survive that. None. Nobody. Unless the, dad, unless the dad is the head coach. Yeah, no, no position coach, no coordinator on either side of the ball. If you're in the one, if that way your average over five years, you'd be you'd be out. You'd be gone. And deservedly so. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's what's way below average. That's bad. That's downright bad. 107. Come on, that's downright. That's one of the worst in the country. Sort Consistent. Of, an average of one of the worst in the country for five years. Sort of ridiculous. And you brought up Banker. I mean, he's got the number 30 defense 30. in the he country. He was 30th, and he got whacked. <laughs> but you can't go out publicly and, and 
call. Out what were they next year? What what was the what was bad? Well, they were terrible. Because Diaco was here, it and they were bad. they were horrible. It they went bad. Gave up fifty six points to Iowa. Gave up uh, 44. 53 to Minnesota. A yeah. bad Minnesota team with Demry Croft mm. at quarterback. Barkley got him in Penn State. Yep. 40, bad. Forty plus. Yes. I mean, yeah. it was horrible. It was horrible. Barkley was beautiful. Wow, he was yeah, good. He still is good. Yeah, he is. Woo, woo, Bill. I mean, that's when when you see Barkley on a football field and he's so much better than everybody. What do you do? Well, what we did to him when I was at Rutgers, like we I think we held him under a hundred yards. He was like in the forties, I believe, maybe forty or fifty oh, yards. Okay, we tackled him every time. And so in the zone read game, we made sure the quarterback was going to carry the ball because they never lined him up in the dot. They never put him directly behind we center. Forty or fifty? I'll take a look. We'll that go. year? Yeah. 2017. I think it was 17. Whatever Barkley's last year was, I thought. Yeah, that would have been it. Maybe I'm just making stuff up to make myself feel good. But I know we played, you know, really well. I think we were ahead at halftime. We're just down by a, a point or two. Really? But, but the game plan was we tackled Barkley every time to make uh, – uh, McSorley is that, is that his name? Trace the, McSorley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to make him run the ball. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. I got. I got stats. This is 2017. Okay. Penn State. Rutgers. Now Rutgers. You guys. You're up. Uh, you were up six zero at one point yep. in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. You're down fourteen six at halftime. Fourteen six half. But we asked, how did you do against Saquon Barkley? Barkley in this game. 14 carries, 35 yards. Two touchdowns, but they were short. short. That's amazing. 35 yards? So that's what we did to him. So we, we said tackle him every time. We did the you same. Didn't even, you didn't honor the pitch. What's that? The quarterback. Yeah. It, now, we had a plan for him. It wasn't like, okay, hey. Did I say it, that wrong? Yeah, it wasn't just, hey, we'll let the quarterback run for touchdowns. We don't okay. care. Right. But we're going to hang in there to, to be able to do that. But our number one thing was what, they, they, what, what, what we felt Penn State didn't do well was they didn't put him just in the pistol and yeah. just turn around and hand it to him. So he was always offset. So all the time in the zone read, we could bend and tackle him. So that's what we did every time. That that team, Penn State team, had Trace McSorley, good quarterback. Tight end. They had Mike, Gis- Mike Gesicki, Dolphins tight end. Yeah. They had Jeez. Saquon Barkley, and backing him up was Miles Sanders. And, and then they had, a big, they had a big horse at receiver, yeah. too, by the way. Deshaun Hamilton was yeah. good. And Juwan Johnson, both of those It was guys. Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson's <laughs> still in the league, I think. Yeah, I, I remember watching Juwan Johnson trot off the field, and I'm like, whoa, we're in a basketball I'm pretty sure. They they need to have more guys. That like was very Jones. similar, and it didn't happen. We had we had one thing we messed up on, but we did the same thing uh, against Minnesota this year. Was we with Tanner Morgan? We're like, Let, let's see if he'll carry it twenty times. So we just tackled Mo Ibrahim uh, every time. I think first half, I think he had nothing. He had nothing. Didn't have anything. First half was nothing. And they the, brought the backup in. Then then we had a bust on with one of our motions on who had the quarterback. There was one. Uh, that he had later on, he ran it and kept it again. We tackled him for a TFL, but they got a few things going. But that was our plan going into it. Also with them, with a great running back and an average quarterback takeaway. It's, it's like a, we, we treat it as if it's option football, which means tackle the dive. One one question, and I, it's a I'm going. I don't know. You don't have to answer. Is Ibrahim a surefire pro? Yes. Is he? Yes. Surefire. Now, the, what what will what I think will will Is that bother. A stupid question, Jay. I love how fire. How fire is that sure? sure. Fire. Is he a sure fire? Yeah. Is that running backs always hard? You is that a the stupid right question no, on Ibrahim? No, it's not. But the 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 thing we talked about, I had a conversation with a very one of my best friends is a high end offensive coordinator. We were talking last night about carries. Ibrahim, he's got a lot of carries mileage. on us, and you only have so much mileage on you. That would concern me. If I'm if I'm drafting him, it'd be like, wow, what's his numbers? He had a, he had missed a whole year with an Achilles. And then he comes back, and so 
for him to be a high draft pick, probably not because it's going to be he's got a lot of carries under him. But wow, is he patient and physical and tough and and I thought I said gamer, isn't he? Yeah, he was Why a game stud. If you if you put the same offensive line in front of him, and you said do you want you want to defend Corum or Ibrahim, I'd rather defend Corum. Really? Yeah, over Ibrahim. Is, yes. is that right? I never. Why With would you same, say that? Just I, I think he's a little more physical punch to him. Ibrahim. Ibrahim. Ibrahim has yeah. a more physical Ibrahim's punch. That yeah. guy's a piece. Yeah. And I would not have so guessed if Ibrahim that. was on Michigan's team, it went really well for him too. And plus, at the same time, Michigan runs – I mean, not Michigan, but uh, Minnesota at the time ran no gap schemes. So if he was a gap scheme runner because of his patience, he'd have ran really well. He didn't have that. He didn't have a lot of Polars. options. Yeah. He didn't have a lot of Jeez. options. I would have guessed you'd take Corn. You take Ibrahim. Take Ibrahim. Love Corum. Don't get me wrong. It's a, a 1A and 1B conversation, yeah. so I don't need a bunch of people from Michigan trying to find out where I live or something. So Yeah, the, yeah. And, and Newton's Lawn Care will be there. Yeah, yeah. be there walking around, just, yeah. rock, just <laughs> randomly walking around, doing that. Where's he at? Yeah. Where's Coach Bush? No, yeah. Newton yeah. Lawn Care can fend off the wolves I know. for you. Well, well, you know what? I got my I got my trail cam set back up, and so the foxes are back, and I had a possum. You had a possum. I ate all of our spaghetti two nights Did ago. It. Yeah, Damn. loved it. Is that is it designed? Is this spaghetti designed for the possum? It was it was free for anyone, <laughs> any takers. It was free for any takers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, except yeah. if you see it. a coyote back, there. then we stop feeding for a while. We yeah, put yeah, things yeah, on. Yeah. Go no timeout. No put a little timeout like that. My my cat Max yesterday, two days ago, got his ass kicked. Bye. Not sure what happened. Just came in and just like he just Oof. been like he'd been in the dryer. For like I a, wonder what that was. It was it was some fur was missing and a yeah. lot of leaves. What do you think that was? I don't know, but he he just went to he just went to our bedroom and just chilled out for like eighteen hours. I mean, what would that be? I don't know. We think probably it's a, a fox. We, we think it was Oreo, the next door cat. Oh, yeah, just yeah. got into a tangle with the other cat. The other cat like that. Oreo kind of runs the neighborhood. Okay. When we, when just, we, is Oreo like, male? What's that? Male? Don't know. We just call him Oreo, and then we made the name Oreo up. Yeah, just like Norman. See, Norman was he ran the hood. Yeah, Norman was. They or, got Oreo. Oreo runs our place. Okay, yeah, there's does. no doubt. Yeah. All right, Robin, watch it next, and early breaking the ticket.